welcome to Brewery Society Beers episode number 26 of Brutal Battle. And I learned my lesson from episode 25 that uh, when you have a beer that has that kind of foil wrapping or whatever it is, kind of plastic wrapping around it on the top, maybe try opening it under the table. So I'm going to do that with this first beer that has that on it uh, because it was a little too loud above the table. Hopefully that helps out. But um, the first beer that we're going to do for this episode is a Hoarder's Cuvee. It's the 2023 Hoarder's Cuvee, which I've heard is very good. Now, I've had Hoarder's Cuvee before. Well, both Rebecca and I have had it. I think we've had two different Hoarder's Cuvees before, but it's been many years since we had them. I'm talking six, seven years out since we've had any sort of Hoarder's Cuvee. So this will be very exciting. Um, it is a blended barrel-aged imperial stout and barrel-aged barley wine ale. It is 18.5%, so a big one, as you would assume. And it's in a 375 milliliter bottle. Um, this is actually done in a few different barrels, I think. Bourbon and cognac, from what I understand. Uh, and then it's got that barley wine. It's One of them's done, the Imperial Stout's done in, I think, the cognac barrel. And the barley wine is done, I think, in the bourbon barrel. So we'll see how those are. I actually have never, I'm pretty sure I've never had any... Uh, barrel-aged beer that was done in cognac barrels, so that'll be a very interesting um, experience for me. Oh my gosh, this is not cooperating, unfortunately. All right, I'm just going to pop it off now. Here we go. There we go. So I tried, I tried to kind of make it less noisy, but I think it's still going to end up being pretty noisy. My apologies. Fix it in post, you know? All right, here we go. I, I automatically smelled the booze when I poured it. I'm not going to pour a lot for myself because then I'm going to split this with Rebecca. All right. So obviously, as people would assume, it looks like an Imperial Stout. It's super dark. You can't see through it. There isn't a whole lot of head hanging out on top. Some very small, fine bubbles on there. Um, as you would assume for an 185 percenter has lots of legs, really sticks to the side of the glass when you swirl it up. Let's smell this bad boy. Ooh. Ooh, it's got like this beautiful, like light, soft chocolate smell to it. It's this kind of little bit of a mixture between uh, dark and milk chocolate, more on the milk chocolate side. Uh, it's There's definitely a lot of spirit barrel coming through in it. But it also smells very soft in that sense. For 18.5%, I was assuming that it would be more astringent on the nose. And it's really not. A lot of the flavors or the uh, actual ingredient aromas or food-like aromas that are in there are kind of um, really taking that perception of the spirit barrels down. There's a bit of a nuttiness, interestingly enough, in the nose. What type of nut? A little almondy, I guess. Yeah, there's like a nutty almond note. There's a little bit of like a caramel. There's a raisin smell, which you will get with a lot of higher ABV beers, especially barley wines and imperial stouts. There's some vanilla at play in there. There's some caramel going on. Yeah, I don't know what cognac even smells like, but... Um, 
the way the bourbon barrel and the cognac barrel are coming together is smelling pretty nice. So, uh, okay, let's get into this one. Let's see if, like this smells, if it tastes like it's a pretty dangerous one to drink. Here we go. Ooh. That is deceptively smooth. It is so smooth on the mouthfeel. Like I said, much with the aroma, the flavor is also hiding that astringency. It's hiding the alcohol level. You would not taste this and think 18.5. You'd think probably somewhere around 12, maybe 13, somewhere in there. But to not taste like it's 18.5, pretty big achievement in my opinion. It's really nicely chocolatey. Yeah, it's got that really nice chocolatiness, that nuttiness I was talking about. It's coming through like almond, like I was saying. There's a decent vanilla. There's a really nice caramel note in there. The raisin is coming through pretty significantly, but it's being also being balanced out by a lot of the other flavors at play. There's a slight ashiness to it, which I'm fine with. But you are also tasting the actual spirits themselves. Not in a bad way, not like they're sticking out too much or being too astringent, like I said. Mm, this is really good. And it and as you continue to sip it, those chocolate flavors become boosted even further. So it's like this vanilla-y, caramel-y milk chocolate. I don't even feel like there's much of any dark chocolate showing up in it like there was in the aroma. It's kind of mainly just milk chocolate in the flavor, but this one's really good. Um, people were right. This is a very nice hoarder's cuvee, and I'll be very excited to sip on this with Rebecca. So the, the second beer is going to have a hard time beating this one, but we'll see if that happens. So on to beer number two. But first, I actually need to read the back of the hoarder's cuvee bottle, which I forgot. Um, it says, for beer and glory, the stakes were high, the beer was plentiful, and the competitive spirit was strong uh, at of our was strong at of our hoarders cuvee blending competition. That sentence didn't make sense. Team Sink Cuvee crafted the winning blend, equal parts cognac barrel aged and brandy barrel aged Black Tuesday with bourbon barrel aged Three Chiefs barley wine ale. We hope you enjoy this incredibly complex, beautifully balanced blend as much as we do. Yes, very tasty. All right, so now moving on to the second beer. This one is in a 750 milliliter bottle. I believe this one has been in the bottle for about two years. I think this is a 2021 vintage. Uh, this one's by the brewery Tier U, so it should be sour. This is the last word, and this sounds very interesting. Gin and chartreuse barrel-aged rye ale brewed with spices and cherries, lime zest, and almonds added. And this is a 9% beer, so below 10%, not common for the brewery. Although Brewery Terry, you know, usually does kind of lower. Let me pour myself a little bit of this. Ooh, there's a lot of carbonation there. A lot of carbonation. Don't love to see that, but we'll see where this takes it. Um, it's very orange. Very, very orange. Can't really see through it too much. There's, you know, cloudiness from all the adjuncts that are in this beer. But there is so much freaking head on this. And it's just, like, thick. It's, like, thick and soft-looking head to it. Lots of fine bubbles. Uh, 
I think it's going to be overly carbonated, unfortunately, but let's see how it is smell-wise. Hmm. Actually, the smell isn't as pronounced as I thought it would be with all those different ingredients. There is that, like... Actually, I was going to say there's that, like, lemony sour, but it's actually more like orange uh, sour type smell. What citrus is in this? Lime zest. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting the lime zest for sure in there. I actually do get a good amount of the gin. Chartreuse, I cannot say because I really haven't had chartreuse. I think I've had like a barrel-aged uh, beer done in chartreuse like once in my life. So I really don't have much of anything for comparison. But definitely get the gin barrel aging on this. There's a little bit of an astringency. Not too much though. But you are getting that kind of nice juniper note that you do get from gin. Because obviously that's what it's made of. Don't really smell the almonds. I do get the rye aspect to it because it's, it gives that kind of like spiced earthiness. Although there are also spices added to this. So that could actually be enhancing that aspect of the smell. And it's got a decent sweetness showing up on it. A little bit of like a honey sweetness. So the nose, I mean, there's enough going on. It's a pretty complex nose. So I don't know. Could be pretty good. Let's go in for the taste. I can taste those cherries. I definitely taste those cherries. It's like lemon, lime. Actually, it's probably just more little. Well, it's the lemon because of like the regular base sour of the beer. So like lemon, lime, cherry. I'm definitely tasting the juniper gin flavor. Again, no idea what the chartreuse is doing. I will say I'm actually picking up on a little bit of almond on the finish, which is very interesting because a lot of the times when it's done with when it's done with nuts, like any beers are done with nuts, it's really hard to get the nuts. Uh, usually, it just gives it kind of like a little bit of like a meatiness in the in the viscosity. This one is actually not as sour as I thought it was going to be. Typically, they they go pretty hard on the sourness. I think the spices are really helping it out a lot. I also think the cherries are helping a lot because obviously these weren't really tart cherries. These seem like just more like kind of like dark, um, darker flavored cherries that are more on the sweet side. So I think that's really helping out with it. Uh, I do get the rye aspect of it, decent amount of like spice character to it. Um, again, there are actual spices added to it as well. So, you know, that, that may be enhancing that, but um, you can definitely tell it's barrel-aged, but it's not. It's actually not coming off as astringent. This is a lot more delicate of a flavor um, than I thought it was going to be, so pretty surprised by this one. It's not better than the Hoarder's Cuvée. Like, it's far from the Hoarder's Cuvée, because that one's really good. But this is pretty good, uh, especially for what I was expecting going into it. So, um, take one more. Yeah, this is this is pretty nice. I like it. All right, let's read the back. Knock twice and whistle for entry. The last word is a distinctly you twist on a long-forgotten forbidden-era drink. For this cocktail-inspired treat, we brewed a sour rye ale with lavender, pepper, rosemary, and juniper berries, and aged it in gin and chartreuse barrels, then treated it with cherries, lime zest, and almonds to mimic the key ingredients of the cocktail. Bottoms up. Glad I don't really perceive the lavender in there because I really do not like lavender. 
Interesting that they had pepper and rosemary in there. Um, I mean, it's coming together quite well, but um, this is a good one. So obviously, that's going to be my number two. The The last word is my number two because the winner is the Hoarder's Cuvée, which again was the blended barrel-aged imperial stout and barrel-aged barley wine ale. Uh, it just sucks that that's 18.5%, although it wasn't a 375 milliliter. Um, I would be interested in having more of that at some point, but... Anyway, uh, thank you everyone for listening to these ep- episodes. Really appreciate it. If you want to reach out to us, you can email us brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com for whatever reason. You can help us out by rating and reviewing us through whatever podcatcher you use to listen. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I think it's just called now, is the one that probably helps us the most with visibility. Also, word of mouth is great just to let people know about the podcast because we are on you know, Apple Podcasts, I think whatever Google has going on. Stitcher, if that's even still around, although I heard that might not be around anymore, uh, and definitely Spotify and Anchor, so you can check out and stuff places I don't even know that we're on. Uh, we do have Instagram; it is Brutal Battle Podcast. We're also on Untapped. I am Carlton Malibu, all one word spelled as it sound, and Rebecca is Ruby Reb. You're just Ruby Reb. R- Ruby Reb sixty two, all one word. Yeah, she's in the room while I'm doing this, but. She's just like watching me taste beer, trying to decide in her mind if she wants that beer now. <laughs> She's making a face like she doesn't want it. She It's she, it's hard to sell her on sours, I gotta say. Especially the brewery sours, because a lot of times they are pretty sour. Although I will say this one, not so much. But anyway, thank you everyone for listening to this. Really do appreciate it. And until next time, keep it brutal.